Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Jacob Albrot. Tommy Kester, this is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Hey, sports bettors, ready for some picks destined to fail? It's time to hear what the Sports Daily staff thinks of the weekend games. Welcome back in, everybody. It's Sports Daily here on KFH. I'm Tommy Kester, along with Paul Savage and for Jacob Albrock today. Jad Chambers producing the show. You know, Paul, I was texting with you uh, before the show started, and I told you that, you know, on, on the one day that Jacob is gone and I'm hosting the show, I wake up this morning, I don't have much of a voice. So I don't know if you can tell that. I'm kind of squeaking my way through this uh, program today. Um, hopefully it's not too terrible to the ears, but uh, I'm doing my best. You know, I couldn't hardly, if you hadn't said anything to anybody just now, nobody would know. <laughs> but I, I can kind of tell. But no, no, not, not bad. You're doing fine, big boy. Just hang in there. You'll be fine. I appreciate that. The, the weird thing is I feel totally fine. I, I, I'm not sick. I don't, I don't have any issues. I just I have no voice. So I, maybe that's a sign that I'm talking too much. And maybe after the show is done, I should maybe shut my mouth for a little while. So, or uh, anyway, or maybe, yeah. maybe that's a, a sign that you've got a really good producer who can kind of compensate for things. Oh, you know, here audio-wise. we go. Oh, here okay. we go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hold All on, right. Tommy. I've got to walk around the counter. I'm going to go pat him on the back a little bit if you don't mind. Give me a minute or two. <laughs> Yeah, Jad needs a, a little bit of a pat on the back here yeah, this morning. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. We're going to get into our Friday football picks here in just a moment, but let's take a recap on uh, where we're at right now. Paula was a great week for me. It wasn't as good of a week for you and Jacob, but man, I'm back in the game. I went seven and three. Both you and Jacob went five and five last week in our picks. Jacob is still in the lead. You are two games back. And I'm only three games back. We're getting down to the very wow. end. I mean, we're going to get into playoff football. This is the last full week. I would imagine we're going to continue our picks into playoffs. Oh, we do. Uh, but we're not going to have we're not going to have like ten games to pick after this week. This is the final regular season uh, week of the NFL, and we've got our national championship game that we need to pick. So. Man, it's it's really tight. It's right in there. You're two games back at Jacob. I'm three. So let's see if we can make up some ground. Let's do it. I'm very excited about this week. This is really fascinating. And by the way, Tommy, there are quarterbacks not playing. You need to know a little something about what's going yeah. on. For instance, the Ravens, you know, they're not going to play Lamar Jackson. And I think the 49ers are going to sit Brock Purdy. We've got some things that we got to think about, that we've got to yeah. think about and uh, reflect that in the line, whatever the line is for whatever game we're looking at. 
It's a unique week to pick. I'll put it that way. Yeah, it's, it's a weird week. The lines kind of reflect that. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, too, like we've got some teams that are battling for playoff spots and other teams that yes. are locked in for their own. That's Bingo. the way that it typically is yep. this final week of the NFL regular season. So, Jad, let's go ahead and hit the music and we will get into our picks. Jacob has sent in his picks, so uh, we know what those will be. But let's start with that Ravens game. It's the first game of the weekend. Tomorrow afternoon, the Ravens at home taking on the Steelers. The Ravens are locked in. They're the number one seed in the AFC. They are three-point home underdogs to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mason Rudolph will be starting for Pittsburgh. So a road favorite are the Pittsburgh Steelers in a divisional game against the Ravens, who are already locked into their playoff spot. Paul, we'll start with you. What do you think? Well, I think this is an interesting game. Obviously, Mark, Lamar Jackson's not playing. And by the way, once we get this segment over, I, I hope you and I get a chance to talk about what's going on with, with sitting players. What do you, you know, I'd love to know what do you think about sitting players. I hope we get a chance to do that. I'd yeah. be fascinated to talk to you about that. But with that being said, in this game, we do know Lamar Jackson's sitting. We think some other players are going to be sitting. Who else is going to be sitting and how much they're going to be playing. There's going to be a lot of guys that are going to play a quarter or two. I mean, they're not going to play the whole game. We, we don't know, you know, with Jack, with the Ravens, locked into where they are. I'm going to take the Steelers. I'm just going to, I mean, come on, just take the Steelers because, you know, Rudolph's done a pretty good job. I've been, I've enjoyed watching, you know, uh, Coach Tomlin. He's a pro. I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers. I think they win this game outright, and they might win by a touchdown or two. Yeah, things were really bad for the Steelers as recently as a couple of weeks ago. Oh, losing I know. to really, really bad teams. And, uh, you know, there was some drama in the locker room. That's right. But now Mike Tomlin says that he doesn't want to disrupt the rhythm that Mason Rudolph is in. That's right. Heading into the playoffs. So Kenny Pickett, while healthy, will not play in this final game. For Jacob is going with the Ravens. He's going to take the number one seed in the AFC, even without Lamar Jackson, even with some of the, without their star players, a couple of them not playing. He's going to take the three points at home for the Ravens. I'm going to agree with him. You know, even though Mason Rudolph hasn't looked bad the last couple of weeks, I'm not sure I want to put my money on Mason Rudolph as a favorite on the road against the Ravens, even without Lamar Jackson. So Jacob and I will both take the Ravens plus three. Paul, you get an island with the Steelers laying those three points. You like that island? I'm not sure I like that island. I'm going to take that island. But, I mean, this is a coin flip. I mean, particularly with the players not playing, uh, it's a coin flip. So, I don't know. We'll see. Well, let's go to an AFC South battle between the Houston Texans on the road in Indianapolis taking on the Colts. The Texans are one-and-a-half-point road favorites in Indianapolis C.J. Stroud looks to be healthy, Paul. He looks to be able to, you know, come back and be 100% he was last week. That should continue. But here are the Colts, and the Colts are in the playoff hunt, even without Anthony Richardson. Jonathan Taylor is carrying them and has been for a while. Do you like the Texans as favorites on the road, or do you like Indianapolis at home as an underdog? I like, I always like a team that has a chance to make the playoffs. The Colts can still, now there's got to be some things happen if my The Texans can too. Yeah, yeah. The and the Texans can too. But it's a home game. You know something, I, I think just because Jacob has taken the Texans, I think I will go ahead and take the Colts. I'm running out of time. I think this, for me, this is a coin toss. I mean, and, and, and the line reflects that. A point and a half, come on, come on. A point and a half, yeah, that, that's anybody's game. I'm going to go ahead and take the Colts because this is strategic, uh, me taking the Colts, but I will take the Colts. 
Yeah, you know, Jacob, you mentioned, you know, he is taking the Texans. He's laying the one and a half points on the road with C.J. Stroud and Houston. These divisional games, especially when they're the final game of the season and seeding still has to be determined and all of that, it, it you know, it makes it really, really difficult. And the line reflects that. Paul, I think I kind of lean with you. I think I'm going to take the home dogs in the Colts. Uh, it was. It would have been very easy for everybody to count out the Colts as soon as Anthony Richardson went down right. with his injury. That's right. We know Zach Moss has been injured, but it's been the Jonathan Taylor show. And you know, I think that they win. I think that they get into the playoffs. I'm going to take Indianapolis. I'll take the point and a half. I'm going to join you and give Jacob that island for Houston. Our next game, another AFC South matchup. The Jags on the road taking on the Titans. The Titans are three and a half point home underdogs taking on Jacksonville. You know, C.J. Beathard started for the Jags last week with the Trevor Lawrence injury. It's been a wild time for Jacksonville. They've really fallen off a cliff, but they could still win the division, Paul. What do you like in this game? Well, I like Derrick Henry to, to run for about 125 yards, maybe a little more than that. The Jags, I have no confidence offensively speaking. I'm going to go ahead and take the Titans. They'll be able to run the football against the Jags. And offensively, we don't. there's a lot of questions we have about the Jags. I'm going to go ahead and take the Titans. You know, so Jacob is agreeing with you. He agrees he's going to take the Titans at home. He's going to take the three and a half points. I'll take the Jacksonville Island at minus three and a half on the road. Um, and it's simply because the Jags have more to play for than the Titans do. The Titans season is basically over. Uh, it's not It's not happening for them this year. That window on Derrick Henry is closing. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Titans this offseason, what moves they make. But Jacksonville, I know things have not been good for them lately. Right. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Jags because right. I think that they need it more. So I'll take that island. And interestingly enough, Paul, three games in, we have three islands, and all three of us have one of those islands. <laughs> that's funny. That's the way the first that's, three, game is, uh, three games it. have gone so far. That's cool. So we're going to we're gonna go ahead and go to another divisional matchup here in the NFC. The NFC North, the Minnesota Vikings on the road, taking on the Lions. The Lions are three-and-a-half-point home favorites. It sounds like Nick Mullins will get the start for the Vikings after they tried out Jaron Hall a week ago. It's been a quarterback carousel for Minnesota so far. These are two teams, Paul, that, I mean, it's, a, again, a divisional matchup. It's There's a lot to play for for both of the teams. What do you like in this one? Well, this is the easiest pick for me of all these picks. I mean, let's face it, the Lions, you know, do they have a little chip on their shoulder right now? Maybe? maybe sure. Maybe just a little one? You know, us against the world, us against the NFL. I think they have the right to have that chip. I'm going to go ahead and take the Lions. Of course, that's not going to surprise you. I've kind of been on their bandwagon a lot over the course of this year. I'm going to go ahead and not change course on that particular team. I'm going to go ahead and take the Lions. Yeah, so we know that the Lions have obviously clinched the division. They have. Right? And we know that the Vikings, you know, they're now under 500. Things have kind of fallen off a cliff for them. Uh, I don't think that they're they're not mathematically eliminated. I don't believe the Vikings are from the playoffs. But it's going to be really, really difficult for them. Yeah, they're the 10 seed or in the 10th place right now in the conference. It's going to take a lot for them to get over that gap. They do have a lot to play for. I just don't think they have the personnel to be able to get it done. TJ Hawkinson, done for the year. Nick Mullins, he can throw for a lot of yards, but he can also turn the ball over a lot. Even though Detroit has already clinched the division, 
I'm going to go ahead and join you. I'll take the Lions all as right. well. I'll lay the three and a half. Jacob agrees. All three of us are taking Detroit as home favorites against the Minnesota Vikings. Going to go back to the AFC now. The Bengals and the Browns, another divisional matchup. The Bengals with Jake Browning, they're seven-point favorites. The Browns, it was announced they are not starting Joe Flacco this weekend. It's going to be Jeff Driscoll starting for the for the Browns. P.J. Walker will back him up. What do you think? I mean, do you think the Browns have any shot in this, or will the Bengals run all over them? You know, if Flacco was playing, you know what I'd do? I'd go ahead and take Flacco. I've really enjoyed, you know, watching that old-timer play, and and, and uh, I, I would take him, but, but he's not playing. And when you start getting names of quarterbacks that I'm not really familiar with, and in one case I'm not sure I've ever heard of, then you got to go the other direction. Jacob has taken the Bengals. I think I'm going to join Jacob and take the Bengals as well. Uh, that's a lot of points, though, Tommy. That's a lot of points. Yeah. Browns are getting it's, seven. That's a touchdown, yeah, my a, friend. It, it's a full touchdown. That's a big number. Uh, I really debated on this for a long time because while Joe Flacco has been really good, he's not the only reason that the Browns are 11-5. and five. He's not the only reason that the Browns are in the playoffs. Cincinnati, or I'm sorry, Cleveland has an elite defense. They've got weapons. Uh, it's been fun to watch Kareem Hunt and his resurgence. It's been fun to watch Jerome Ford and Amari Cooper, who didn't play last week. I'm not sure his status for this weekend. But they've got a lot of different weapons, David Njoku. There's a reason why the Browns are 11-5. and five. So I wonder if there will be that big of a drop-off going from Joe Flacco to Jeff Driscoll at quarterback. This is what the fifth quarterback that the Browns have started <laughs> this year? Yeah. They started Dorian Thompson-Robinson. They started P.J. Walker. They've started Deshaun Watson, obviously. Now Joe Flacco and now Jeff Driscoll? Uh, man, I originally wrote down the Bengals, but if you and Jacob are both taking the Bengals, I think because it's that touchdown... You know what? I'm going to take the Browns. Right. I'm going to take the Browns. I'll take the points. Good for you. Uh, I think that there's, I think there's an opportunity there to, uh, you know, I don't know if the Browns will win the game, but you know, maybe they can keep it within seven. We'll find out about that. And you know what? The Bengals were not particularly impressive outside of the first quarter a week ago against Kansas City, so that may play into it as well. All right, we're going to move to our next game now. We're going to look at the Bears on the road at the Packers. The Bears are three-point road underdogs taking on. The Green Bay Packers, there was some trash talk with Justin Fields earlier this week. The Packers were kind of the talk of the NFL for a while with Jordan Love. What do you like in this one, Paul? This is an interesting game because, you know, the, the, the Bears were so bad at the start of the year. This is a team that got better. There's no question. They've gotten better. Yeah. And the Packers are basically the same team that we thought they would be at the beginning of the season. I mean, they're not world beaters, but I mean, I, and, and I find this a fascinating number. The Packers are are giving three. You know, I would have thought this would probably have been a pick'em game, but I mean, you know, I guess three points isn't anything to, you know, I guess worry about in in terms of of that. But you know, I like the Bears in this game. I can't believe I would have said this. I have not been on the Bears bandwagon all year long, and it's kind of cost me at times. It has cost me at times. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon for the last game of the year. And I'm going to go ahead and take the Bears. Okay, so the Bears are officially eliminated from playoff contention. Right. They will not make the playoffs. That's right. But, in the NFC. But they're on a mission. I get the sense that this is a team 
that does think they've gotten better and are playing for next year. That's the sense that I have. They're going to have some major, massive decisions to make on what they want to do with Justin Fields. Yes. You know, it's going to be his maybe his final game as a Chicago Bear. I don't exactly know what that will look like. And if they decide to trade him and draft Caleb Williams with the first overall pick, there, there are some big decisions to be made in Chicago. Jacob agrees with you. He's taking the Bears and he's taking the points. I'm not going to go that direction. I'm going to take another island here and take the Packers. I know that Justin Fields has played better. The Bears have played better. But they're eliminated from playoff contention. The Packers are not. The Packers can still find their way into the playoffs. They are the seventh seed right now at 8-8. Eight and eight. They need a win to get into the playoffs. And so because they've got a lot more to play for, even though there are big decisions to be made in Chicago, I'm going to take Green Bay and I'll lay the three points. I'll take another island there, Paul. There you go. I don't blame you. Although the Packers aren't exactly lighting it up, and at least in, in my eyes, where I thought they would be is not where they are. Let's take a look at an, an NFC West matchup here between the Rams and the Niners. The Rams are on the road in San Francisco. The 49ers are four-point home favorites. The Rams did announce that Matt Stafford will not start the game. Uh, I think it's going to be Carson Wentz starting for the Rams. Uh, and the Niners, I don't know the status of Brock Purdy. I'm not exactly sure what that looks like. He's I don't know not playing. That, Paul. I He's do know. Playing. I heard it just this morning. He is going to be sat down for this game. He's not playing at all. At least that's the report I heard this morning. Okay, so a couple of backup quarterbacks in this uh, NFC West showdown. Do you like the Niners to pull away? Do you think the Rams with Carson Wentz can cover that four? Yeah, I do. I, I, I really do. I'm going to go ahead and take the 49ers as well uh, as Jacob is taking them. And and, and I just like them. I th- this is a team of destiny. I think this is a team that could actually be in the Super Bowl. And I and, and that, that's not saying anything that anybody would disagree with. It's a good football team. Even without Brock Purdy, we'll see how they do. But uh, he's the difference maker. But it's still an overall good football team. It's a physical football team. They can rush the quarterback. Uh, they got great receivers. You know, I, I'm just going to go ahead and, and take the 49ers. They've done well for me over the past six, seven weeks. I'm taking the 49ers. Yeah, Jacob agrees with you. He's taking the Niners as well. I'm going to take the 49ers also. The Rams have been a fun story all year. They're sneaky good. They have been at times this season, but not with Carson Wentz starting at quarterback. I'm surprised that number is at four. I thought it would have been more than that, even with Brock Purdy not yeah, me starting too. Me too. for the 49ers. But it's going to be a clean sweep. We will all take the Niners out west in that matchup against the Rams. The game of the weekend, Sunday night football, to determine the AFC East and determine AFC playoff seeding. The Buffalo Bills on the road in Miami. The Bills are two-and-a-half-point road favorites. More than likely, Paul, the Kansas City Chiefs will face one of these two teams next week in the wild card round, the opening round of the playoffs. Do you like the Bills to go down to Miami and win, or do you think the Dolphins can cover? Well, that is this is the game of the week. This is the one that if you're going to sit and spend a little time watching television and watching an NFL game, for me, this is the one that I think sounds the most fascinating. And yeah. I look at and I look at the overall speed factor, which I've done all year long with regards to the Dolphins. Dolphins have a lot to play for in this particular game. I believe it is a lot to play for. And having watched as much, uh, you know, HBO hard knocks in season with the Dolphins, you you know, I, I really feel like I know these guys. I, I like these guys. 
Uh, I like the coaching staff. Uh, it's hard for me not to take the Dolphins. And because there's a lot to play for, because this is on the road, I'm going to go ahead and take the Dolphins. I think they win this game outright. And, um, you know, even though they're a dog, I still like the Dolphins to win it outright. I'm going to take them. Well, so here's the thing about the Dolphins. They didn't look good against the no, Ravens a no, week ago. No, I know they didn't. But neither – there's been a lot of teams lately that haven't looked very good against the Ravens. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm just not sure that the Dolphins are going to be able to keep up with the Bills in this final game. I know they've got a lot to play for, but the Bills might be the most dangerous team in the National Football League going into the playoffs. And I'm even including them with the Ravens. I don't think the Bills are a team that I'd really want to play, and that may very well be Kansas City's opponent in the wild card round. Uh, bottom line is that Jacob has taken the Bills to cover the number. He's laying the two and a half. I'm going to join him. You can Whoa. have that Dolphins Island, Paul. And that's actually not a bad island. Not Home a bad underdog island. with the Dolphins. Not a bad island, no. but I'm going to join Jacob. We're both going to lay the two and a half with the Bills. I just think that the Bills are powerful. I think they're motivated. I think that they will find their way into the number two seed in the AFC. And that's crazy considering where the Bills were two months ago. Like nobody, like people thought they weren't even going to make the playoffs. And here they are potentially with a chance to make the number two seed. They've got a ton to play for. I'm going to take Buffalo. I'll lay the two and a half. We're going to talk about the Chiefs now. Final NFL game that we're going to pick. The Chiefs are on the road in L.A. to wrap up the regular season. We know Kansas City is locked into the three seed. We know Patrick Mahomes is not playing. Blaine Gabbert is going to be starting at quarterback for the Chiefs. We'll take on Easton Stick at quarterback for the Chargers. The Chiefs are three and a half point road underdogs this season, Paul. What do you think about this one? Well, there's a lot of questions that I have. And I'm going to just tell you right now, Tommy, I don't have a feel for it. I, I'm going to tell you right now, this is a guess. I don't know what's going to be right. There's going to be some guys sitting, some guys not playing. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs just because I don't have a feel for it. Because overall, we know that they can still defend. I, I And I'm not sure that I'm a fan of the Chargers. I think I'm just going to go ahead and take the Chiefs. And basically, I'm guessing. This is a guess for me. I'm sorry, Tommy. I wish I could tell you I had some insight as to why I'm taking the Chiefs. But I'm just guessing I'll take the Chiefs. Well, it's the first game since 2018 that Blaine Gabbert will start in the NFL. Right. So it's been a long time. So, there, I mean, there's really no data to back it up. Right. There's really no way to know how he's going to play. And then, again, we don't even know exactly who else will play for Kansas City. Will Travis Kelsey play? Will he sit? I think he's like 16 yards away from another 1,000-yard receiving year. So will he start, try to get that, and then sit down? I don't know. I have no idea exactly how it's going to play out. So because I have no data... I'm going to join you. I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take the points. Jacob is going to join us, so we've got a clean sweep got there All right. uh, with Kansas City. And you know what? Bottom line is that anytime the Chiefs get points, I don't care who's starting, you got to take those points, right? Like, that just seems like the right thing to do. Yeah, but I don't We're know. We're going to go. Don't know. I don't. <laughs> we'll find out. I don't have a feel. You don't either, really. We're going to go into uh, the final pick into college football, the national championship game on Monday night. Washington, the Huskies, are getting four and a half points, taking on Michigan. We talked a little bit about it with Wyatt Thompson last hour, Paul. What's your official pick on this game? Do you think Washington can cover, or will Michigan pull away? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm locked into this game, you know. And, and I can't really say that over the course of the last three, four years, I've been locked into the national championship game. 
This one fascinates me, and it fascinates me partly because of the Washington story with the Pac-12 the Pac going away. And I, I, I'll tell you that right off the top. But Michigan is so dominant up front, uh, dominant in the defensive line in particular. Offensive line as well, but defensive line, they're as good as they are they, there's anybody in the country. And yet, on the other hand, Washington, as we talked with, with Wyatt, is, uh, is equally as good up front on the offensive side. I'm going to take Washington because I think if these two elements of this football game negate themselves and the Washington offensive line can give Penix the, the, the time that he needs, he can light up Michigan. He could throw for 400 yards, Tommy. I mean, will he? I don't know. He might. He may not. But he's capable of it. This is a guy that we're going to be watching play at a high level on Sundays, I think. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Washington. Give me the four and a half. I think I'll take the four and a half. I don't know if that's right, but I think this comes down to O-line for Washington and D-line for Michigan. What do you think? Well, you know, uh, I think I'm locked into it also at the same level you are. And it's really because we don't have an SEC team in it oh, and because of that i hadn't thought of i'm that. gonna be okay i'm gonna be more locked in okay um it's okay. it's fun to to watch a game where you don't have to worry about the sec right i think um i never thought of that that's a heck of a point and i don't understand for the life of me why washington continues to be undervalued like they are underdogs all the time uh-huh. they were underdogs last week against texas they were underdogs against oregon and all they do is win Not only do they cover, they win outright. I know that Michigan is great. Uh, I know that Jim Harbaugh is a great coach and has done really, really well at Michigan. J.J. McCarthy is a really good quarterback. They've got a great defense. They've got a great offensive line. Uh, Blake Corum is a phenomenal running back. They've got weapons upon weapons upon weapons. I just don't understand why Washington is always undervalued. Maybe it's because they're stuck up in the corner of the country and people yep. aren't always familiar with them. Maybe. I don't I don't know. But I've been on the Michael Penix Jr. bandwagon for a long time. I agree with you, Paul. I think the guy is going to play on Sundays, and I think he's going to be really, really good in the NFL. I do, too. I'm going to join you. I'm going to take Washington. I'm going to take the four and a half. And you know what? Jacob is as well. We've got a clean sweep in the national championship game in college football. I think Jacob's reason is because he doesn't like Michigan and he wants to see him lose. And there might be a little bit of that for me too, but really it's more about Washington. It's more about what they've done this season. I think Kalen DeBoer is an elite coach in the in the, in the college football ranks. So, man, I'm going to take the Huskies. I'm going to take the four and a half. Let's go. I've been on that bandwagon for a while. Yeah, you buy an end at all to the Michigan deal about, well, you know, it's us against the world. People have been coming after no. us. You, are you no. buying into that at all? Because I don't know that no, I... The, no, I'm not. And the reason for that is because they've done a really, really good job at changing that narrative and moving it away from them being the bad guys to them being the victims. And I just, I don't buy that. I don't buy that uh, tactic uh, at all. I don't. I don't play into it. Give me Washington to raise that trophy at the end of the night. I like the Huskies to win the national championship. We'll see how it goes on Monday. And and I've got to give you credit. The point of the day. uh, uh, Jad, do we have a a point of the day award that we can give Tommy? Do we have anything like that that we can give? And the point point is no SEC team. I've I've been trying to analyze why am I enjoying this particular championship game so much. I've been trying to figure out why, Tommy. And you nailed it. No SEC team. I didn't think of that. Well, 
it's going to be fun to watch, and we will break it down more on Monday when Jacob is back here on the program. That's our picks for the week. The final regular season week of the NFL, we make those picks, and we'll see how things pan out next week. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Paul, I want to get into what you mentioned before. NFL teams sitting their quarterbacks. What do we think about it? Right. And how does that relate to Kansas City on Sunday against the Chargers? That and a whole lot more on the way. Tommy Castor, Paul Savage, and Jad Chambers at Sports Daily, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. It's Sports Daily on KFH. I'm Tommy Castor, along with Paul Savage and for Jacob Albrock, Jad Chambers producing the show. The KFH hotline is open the rest of the way at 869-12. An interesting topic that uh, you brought up as we were going through our Friday football picks last segment. Quarterbacks sitting and resting in the final week of the NFL regular season. I know that depending on the team, there are usually mixed feelings on that. But overall, as we go into this weekend, does it make you more or less interested in the games if you've got a backup quarterback playing, like you know, being able to watch these guys that maybe we're not always used to seeing play, or are you kind of over this weekend and, and you're not really paying attention? You know, that's an interesting question, and I'm not sure how to answer that because part of it is, part of it says, you know, as you know, to buy a ticket to an NFL game, you know, you're looking at 100 bucks to what, 1000 bucks? I mean, I mean, you can really drop some big money on NFL games. And if you're a season ticket holder, you're buying full price tickets for the last game of the year, aren't you? Particularly if let's say you're a Ravens fan and you have season tickets and you just drop three, four grand, you know, per ticket and you got three or four tickets uh, spending significant money and you don't get to see your star quarterback play in the last home game of the season. I guess I'm, I'm with you when it comes to, to, to wondering about that. So from a fan's point of view, I wish they would all play. But I'll tell you what, I'm also a football coach, Tommy. And I understand that there are games that really have no consequences. And there's yeah. a lot of bad things that can happen in a game. I mean, let's face it. A guy could be standing in a in a pocket that looks like there's plenty of protection. And a guy goes down. He's forced to the ground by an offensive lineman. He slides into the knee. You and I have seen it happen a hundred times. So I'm very, very concerned about the health of a quarterback, particularly heading into the playoffs in the last week. You've already got your spot. You've got, you're in the playoffs. Uh, maybe you're playing for home field. I don't know if it's still in, that important. But I'll tell you what, I take care of who got me to where I'm at right now, and that would be my quarterback. I'm sitting my quarterback. Probably sitting my running back. I might be sitting some offensive linemen. I may play the offensive linemen a couple of series, maybe a couple of quarters. But I'm sitting a lot of people. I'm going to get them healthy. I'm going to keep them healthy. I don't buy into, you know, sitting two weeks. You know, you you hear these 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 coaches, and I know you've heard the quote. Well, I don't think anybody ought to be sitting. And I, I guess it came from the head coach at San Francisco. He says nobody should be sitting for two weeks. Well, in the NFL, nobody's going to sit for two weeks. You're going to practice. You're going to get out. You're going to stay active. You're going to go to meetings. You're going to watch film. You're going to be a part of the lives of your teammates. Nobody's sitting out for two weeks. You're there. So I'm just saying, you know something? I would set them out if I'm in. If I'm coaching in the NFL, I'm setting. An, I'm not taking one small chance with a Brock Purdy, for instance. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. Like how much this impacts the viewership 
for all the games this weekend. Well, it's got to. There it? are. It's got well, to. There are enough. There are enough games that do really matter. Right. 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 Uh, that that really do. You know, the Bills and Dolphins, for example, um, the Lions and Packers. You know, there are some games out there that really do have playoff implications. Those will be the games that you know I'll probably lock into. It doesn't change a whole lot for me, though. I'm still going to watch the Chiefs play. I'm still going to be locked into that game. You know, I'm, I'm probably going to be locked into every game as much as I can be this weekend. I'm going to watch the Ravens and Steelers tomorrow, even though the Ravens have nothing to play for. The Steelers do. You know, so I'm, I'm going to be locked into those games. You know, I just wonder overall, though, we're probably going to be seeing a significant drop in viewership this weekend for the NFL. That's an issue for the NFL. That's an issue for advertisers on the NFL, right? I think so. You, you know, you've got you've got a ton of eyeballs traditionally on the NFL, but this has always been an issue that the NFL has ran into. And I don't really know if there's a way to fix it. Look at the NBA, for example. You've got star players in the NBA that rest all the time. And the league had to intervene and say, you can't rest players like this because it's it's hurting our product and it's hurting our viewership. And fans are showing up and they're not getting a chance to see their favorite players. It's a little bit different in the NFL because we're talking about one week. We're talking about the final week of the regular season before we get into the playoffs. It was this way when the teams played 16 games. It's this way when they play 17 games. And the teams that are locked into their playoff spots, I don't blame them. I don't blame them for setting their players. Now, when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs, I mentioned it before. I don't know if we're going to see Travis Kelsey try to get to his thousand you yard will. Yes. season. I don't yes. know if we will. I'll bet you, you think will. We will. I think, yeah, there's there's a pride element in that. I mean, you know, guys like Travis Kelsey have a pride, have a pride in their craft, have a pride in what they're doing. And I and I honestly think that to a guy like him, a thousand yards is a big deal. It's a significant number, Tommy. That you know, if you're a receiver, a thousand yards, that's that's the number. That's the number well, you're it keeps, looking at. It keeps it keeps the streak alive. Bingo. You know, he's Bingo. done a thousand yards for multiple years and it right. would keep that streak alive. And he's only 16 away. Right. You know, if he was a hundred away. Oh, I, I know, get that. No, might, no, you're yeah, right. You're might not right. be worth He, yeah. all he needs is one catch. Right. And, and then like, maybe he the came off. Yeah. Then maybe, he yeah, you know, design. And I know coaches do this a lot. Your opening drive of a game. They script it out, right? That, every that play. happens a lot. Every play, every single play. So script out. You know, a couple of plays that are designed for Travis Kelsey to try to get him those yards and then put him on the bench. And that's the other thing, too, Paul, with the NFL is that a lot of these players have different incentives for hitting different milestones. And they're they're going to need some of them are going to need to play this yes. weekend. Yes. To hit those milestones to get that extra money. Chris can I, Jones yeah, can I give you is a half. He's a half a sack away right. from making quite a bit of money. Right. But I'm not sure we're going to see him, uh, you know, when it comes to this weekend with mm -hmm. the Chiefs game. Yeah, and, and a good example of that is Derrick Henry. I mean, you know, with the Titans, you talked we talked about that earlier in, in, in the show with our picks. And Derrick Henry is he's in the last last year of, of a contract. How he comes out, particularly he, he needs some more numbers to show that he can still play versus his 30 years of age. And it's a big, you know, Derrick Thomas. I mean, Derrick uh, Henry's going to play hard. He's going to play hard this weekend. He's got some things he's got to show. And and so I get what you're saying. You know, one of the interesting things, too, is, you know, you talk about the NFL and how how they want all of their play, great players to play. But you know something? You talked about, well, you, you 
I almost thought you insinuated where the NFL has to put its foot down, say that you're going to play these guys. You're going to play these guys. No. You're not. No. You're, oh, you're not. I, no, I don't. No, I don't think that. I mean, oh, I don't okay, think that okay. they can be. I don't think that they can be heavy handed in that way. I'm okay. not sure that there is a good solution. And maybe the NFL, they're at a point where they just kind of throw their hands up in the air because it happens every year. And they say, look, it is what it is. You know, we got to get these players rested for the playoffs. And so even though a lot of our marquee players are, are not going to play, uh, we just have to kind of deal with it. Right. That might be the case. But. I mean, I do think that there probably is some legitimate financial implications for guys like Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes no to question. not play in these games. Well, and I don't, I don't know if there is a good solution. Well, I wouldn't let them play the game because the we're at the playoffs, you know, and you play yeah. the game to win. I think I've heard that quote before in the NFL. You play the game <laughs> to win, and so when you when you look at 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 that kind of thing, you know, right now. You play the game to be ready to play in the playoffs. That's because right now right. you're getting ready to go to a part of the season where you play, you win, you play on, you lose, you go home. And and nobody wants there's only gonna be one champion and you gotta go, you gotta be strong, you gotta be ready to play. And I would set anybody who is Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Who it's possible to play with regards to, and I know you've got to suit up X amount of guys, play them a series or two. This would be like a preseason game. This might be like, let's say the last preseason game. You get a you get a series or two, and boom, now you're going to start playing younger guys. I think it's smart if you're already locked into your place with regards to uh, with regards to where your seat is, who you, where you're going. Are you on the road? Are you playing at home? I guess you consider those kind of things. But when you're talking about a Brock Purdy, when you're talking about a, uh, 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 you know, you're talking about a Patrick Mahomes, you're playing, you're talking about some of those quality quarterbacks. Baby, I'm sitting them. I don't care. I'm sitting them because I'm not taking a chance. Because there's your chances of, of winning a Super Bowl yeah. or getting to the Super Bowl. That's the guy, and you don't take a chance. And and that's what I would do. I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat if I was. An NFL coach. The Sunday night game, the final regular season game in the NFL schedule, the Bills and the Dolphins. More than likely, Paul, the winner of that game will take on the Kansas City Chiefs in the opening round of the playoffs. If you're Andy Reid, you're the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, would you rather play the Buffalo Bills or would you rather play the Miami Dolphins? I think I'd rather play the Bills. And, and let me tell you why. And, and I know a lot of people are going, Savage, you're crazy. But, you know, speed worries me. Speed kills. You've heard that expression. Speed kills yeah. in football. And that always worries me. 
you know, you can't coach speed. And when I look at the overall speed of, of the Miami Dolphins, I don't want to defend it. And so I, I would rather play the Bills. Hunker down, be physical, let's get it on in the trenches. But, man, speed kills, I, I, I'd rather play the Bills. Now, you can call me crazy, and I would, agree, I would agree with you. I can make a case for both. I don't want to play the Bills, though. I'd rather play the Dolphins. I'll tell you why. We're going to take a break. Okay. In our final segment, we'll come back. I'll tell you why okay. I would rather play the Dolphins if I were the Kansas City Chiefs in the opening round of the playoffs. We'll do that on the other side. It's Sports Daily on KFH. All right, continuing on our conversation about Kansas City in the playoffs, more than likely it's either going to be the Buffalo Bills or the Miami Dolphins, depending on the winner of the Sunday night game. Paul says he would rather play Buffalo. I'd rather no. play Miami, Paul. Oh, yeah, I'd rather play Buffalo. That is correct. That You'd is correct. rather play Buffalo. Yes. I'd rather play Miami. And the reason for that, number one, the Chiefs have already beaten Miami this season. They have not beaten the Buffalo Bills. That's number one. That's point number one. Well, good point. Number two is that if you look at the forecast for next weekend in Kansas City, it's going to be really cold, and there's probably going to be snow. Uh, it, it's that kind of cold weather playoff game at Arrowhead. Which team is more accustomed to playing in that weather? The Buffalo Bills are. Uh, I, you know, they, they can adapt to that sort of thing a little bit better than Miami can, I think. And so I think that's part of it also that you have to play, you have to take into consideration that Miami, you know, if they come into Kansas City and it's, you know, I don't know, 10 degrees outside, if the snow is falling, if the wind is blowing, whatever that looks like, man, I don't know. I mean, that that's one thing. If you've got snow on the ground, potentially for next weekend, we're a long way out from that. But if you've got snow on the ground, potentially, you think that speed that Miami has can be slowed down a little bit? Dang! With snow on the ground Tommy, and the wind blowing? Dang! That is two great points in one show. I don't think that's ever happened on this show before. Congratulations, that's two great points. You own it, man. That is a great I, point, I though. Seriously, that. that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. As a matter of fact, let me just I'm going to look. Let me look at, at let me look at my weather deal here real quick. I'm just going to look at the ten day. Let me see what what next weekend brings. Oh shoot, Sunday's high is going to be sixteen. You're going to have you go. yeah, the high, and that means you could probably have. You're right. That's a week from Sunday. High of sixteen. Yeah. That's playing into your scenario. That's. Tommy, you done it, man. You done it. Two great points. That's never happened with Jacob, has it? Um, I mean, I think he's had two great points before, like maybe in the the span of a year. Like if you take the entire year, <laughs> he's probably had one or two. Um, oh, that's horrible. Shame on you. Come on now. <laughs> no, I, look, I, I I think that oh because gosh. Buffalo Buffalo has caught their stride a little bit in in the last few weeks. They've got things figured out. Uh, Josh Allen is playing better football. He's not turning the ball over as much as he had been. Uh, and so I think that all of that combined, you know, it tells me that I'd rather play Miami. Yeah, I would yeah. rather play the Dolphins. Well, um, and I, you know, I just, and the thing about the Dolphins too, they're fairly one dimensional. Um, you know, they've got a really good offense. I don't think that defense is that great. You know, they gave up a bunch of points to the Ravens last week. And so if I'm Kansas city, I would rather play a team that I've beaten before. Right. I'd rather have Tyreek Hill come back to Kansas City and play right. in the wild card round than take right. on the Buffalo Bills. Right. Um, now, that being said, though, I don't care if you're playing Buffalo or if you're playing Miami. 
If you're Kansas City, you've got to have a better offensive output. You've got to lean on Isaiah Pacheco. You've got to lean on the defense. By the way, we're talking about the playoff game, but the game on Sunday when they go on the road to L.A., I don't want to see Isaiah Pacheco at all. I don't want to see him on the field at all. You rest him, you get him healthy for that wild card game. I don't want to see him get any carries. I don't care if you got to go with Clyde Edwards Elaire. I don't care if you've got to have Michael P. Ryan come up from the practice squad. Those are the guys that should be running the ball for the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend because you've got to have Isaiah Pacheco fresh for the playoff. Game. I agree. I agree 100%. Take care of, of this team. Get them through this week. This is basically a survive and advance type situation. Get through this week. Let's get to the playoffs. Next week means something. This week doesn't mean anything. Next week means something. Yeah, on top of all of that, too, you got to keep in mind that, you know, they are one home game at Arrowhead as the number three seed. There's no guarantee after the game next weekend that they will play at home again. So you got to make the most of it. If you can win the wild card game and get a little bit of help, you could potentially have another home game in the playoffs in the divisional round. And then you would need even more help to have another home game in the AFC championship. But I mean, that's a long way down the line. You got to get to the wild card round first next week. We will definitely have a lot more information, talk a lot more about uh, that wild card game. But of course, the game that we are all focused on right now, is this Sunday on the road in Los Angeles. It's a 325 start. You'll be able to hear all the coverage over on KNSS. We'll take our final break of the show. We'll come back. We'll tell you what's on the network this weekend. On the way, it's Sports Daily on KFH. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.